Psalm 73, an Asaph psalm, only good to Israel is God, to the pure of heart. As for my for me, my feet had almost strayed, my steps had nearly tumbled, for I envied the revelers. I saw the wicked's well-being, for they are free of the fetters of death, and their body is healthy of the torment of man. They have no part, and they know not human afflictions. Thus haughtiness is their necklace. Outrage their garment bedecks them. Fat bulges round their eyes, imagining spill from their heart. They mock and speak with malice. From on high they speak out oppression. They put their mouth up to the heavens, and their tongue goes over the earth. Thus the people turn back to them, and they lap up their words, and they say, How could God know? And is there knowledge with the Most High? Look, such are the wicked. But ever complacent ones pile up wealth. But in vain have I kept my heart pure, and in innocence washed my palms, for I was afflicted all day long, and my chastisement each new morning. If I said, Let them let me talk like them, look, your son's band I would have betrayed when I thought to know these things. It was a torment in my eyes, till I came to the sanctuaries of God, understood what would be their end. Yes, you set them on slippery ground, brought them down to destruction. How they came to ruin in a moment, swept away, taken in terrors, like a dream upon waking, O Master. Upon rising you despised their image. When my heart was embittered, and my conscience stabbed with pain, I was adult and knew nothing like cattle I was with you, yet I was always with you. You grasped my right hand, you guided me with your counsel, and toward glory you took me. Whom else do I have in the heavens? And besides you, whom would I want upon the earth? Through my flesh and my heart, though my flesh and my heart waste away, God is my heart's rock and my portion forever. For look, those far from you perish, you demolish all who go whoring from you, but I, God's closeness is good to me. I make the master, the Lord, my shelter to recount all your works. Psalm 73 is the uh, first psalm of a new book of psalms. And you may remember that um, we talked at one point about the um, transition from book one to book two. Uh, psalm 72 to Psalm 73 is a transition from book um, two to book three, uh, and you might even remember um, the end of um, 72, which I probably shouldn't be going back and looking at, um, but it says uh, the prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended, and so that's sort of the signal that it's the end. There's also an amen and amen um, in that psalm, which seems more of a transition point between two um, the two books. And then the next um, book, this one, uh, 73, starts with an Asaph psalm. And book three has a lot of Asaph, uh, or a lot of psalms that are attributed to Asaph, who is a figure of um, wisdom literature. And, um, and in fact, the psalms pick up uh, some wisdom literature themes. And this one, in particular, uh, tackles the question of why um, wicked people prosper. Uh, it seems like if uh, if God um, rewards the righteous and punishes the wicked, 
And we shouldn't see wicked people who prosper. We should only see um, righteous people prospering. And the answer that wisdom literature has is that um, the prosperity of the wicked is temporary and it's an illusion and it'll be taken away. Um, in this psalm, the metaphor is God has placed them on a, a slippery rock. And so the idea is at any moment they might crash and fall. Um, you might think that there was a, uh, a sense of um, God putting things right in the afterlife. Uh, and that's certainly the way a lot of um, you know, modern people think, that there's a heaven and a hell, uh, a good place or a bad place, and that the righteous people, the good people, go to the good place, heaven, and um, uh, people who are evil uh, go to the, uh, the bad place, which is hell. And um, uh, that's not exactly how the Psalms um, see the world. The ancient Hebrews didn't look at the world as a place um, with an afterlife, or at least not the sort of afterlife that we think of. The afterlife they talked about would be the pit, um, which was a dry place uh, where people would be, in, and you might think of their souls, um, but that's, again, it's importing from Greek thought. It's not their souls. It's um, that's just where they are. Uh, and uh, it's the grave. It's, um, it's whatever happens after death. And it's not a place of good and bad. Uh, everyone is the same. Um, and so, again, it seems like that doesn't exactly solve the problem, right? Because there are people who die rich, who were evil people, who were not righteous. So we still can't solve that problem that way. Um, I think the other way of looking at it is even though people look like they're prosperous, evil people look like they're enjoying uh, wealth and prosperity, um, I don't think they actually enjoy it. Uh, I think that there are people who are in much better shape uh, with a lot less, a lot fewer resources um, because, um, because their life is more satisfying. Um, so anyway, we'll probably have to talk about uh, or get to talk about it, depending on your perspective, a few more times in the next uh, few psalms. And I'll do that then.